Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture where we have fun and discuss all the things going on, well, the things that interest us uh, and things that catch our attention in the world of East Asian pop culture. I'm Petey Ray of your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tag team partner, my right-hand man on my left-hand side. Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well, my good friend. Let's talk about some East Asian pop culture. <laughs> Let's talk about some shit. Let's talk about some shit. Uh, of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's got our attention, what's been going on, what's what's interested us. Uh, interested us. Uh, Kaz, what, what's yeah. new? So, uh, not a lot for me this week. Um, I, I misordered these, but I'm going to do them in this order. I have them anyway. Uh, so there was a new <laughs> release from Icon. Um, the, actually, I think this is a couple days old, but whatever. It doesn't, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. I don't know why I ever say that. Like it matters. Um, so they're coming out with, uh, their new album is going to release soon. If it has not already by the time uh, this releases, um, this is one of their songs, Love Scenario. And you know what? It's it's not bad. I I have had my ups and downs with Icon in in the past and will into the future. <laughs> uh, but this one I I I actually enjoy. Yeah. Uh this one's not bad. I mean, it it has a, a really good moments. It has good moments. Uh what's that really good but it has good moments. Uh, has a nice vibe. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's mostly harmless. <laughs> uh, I don't it's know. It's not fine. super, it's not super swaggy, which is kind of what yeah. you tend to get from Icon. They're, they're that group. They're like, kind of have this like urban super swag about them. Um, and you can usually kind of see that in their style and how they're styled and, and, you know. There's stuff like that, like unlike Winner, who kind of seems to have a little more Maturity. broadness in their in their styling and in their stuff. Like they they kind of get to do adult swag. They get to do like you know hood swag, you know yeah. bro swag. They 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 have the wider variety in Winner. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think like uh, it was summed up I think best when uh, I think an Asian junkie to talk about that. Icon is uh, YG's group for for teens for high school like high school age and teenagers, uh, and Winner is their group for like uh, the twenty somethings, the college age kids. You know, uh, it, it's their more mature group. I think this yeah. is still this is even being chill and less like try hardish. It's still that kind of youngish, youthful uh it's it's you know it's fun uh but it's not i don't know if this is gonna make me it's gonna convert me into a, an icon fan but yeah like we we like where's winner right winner came out we were like uh eh, they're all right but you know it's not great and then like as they went they got better and better and better and better and like they they have a lot of a they, they have a catalog that i'm like i could kind of go to and enjoy winner yeah you know and, um yeah but yeah so that's that um I, I definitely say it's worth a check out like it's on their youtube channel uh youtube.com slash icon go check it out if you're into that um you know we're, we're worth a good listen but now now we move on now we move on to my boy jay park oh the boy um yeah. This is Jay Park and uh, X Yoltron. Forget about tomorrow. And this is this is the Jay Park, ladies and gentlemen, that we talk about. Straight up R and B Jay Park. Straight up baby making music, Jay Park. It don't yeah. get no better. Yeah. Just listen, listen to it. Listen. To, oh, oh, what is? Oh, is that Jay Park? Oh, yeah, it is. It's a singing voice. It's so it's everything that is. Uh, I think you you can unequivocally say is good is Jay Park's strengths. 
Uh, for all the kind of like we kind of like uh, we like to roast Jay Park quite a bit on this podcast because uh, it's fun and he's very roastable. Uh, but we don't we don't we don't hate him. It's not hatred. It's not. It's we don't dislike him. We don't want to uh, beat up on him. We don't want to hate him. We just you know we like to roast him a little bit. You know that we sometimes you roast each other. You know it's out of love. Yeah, you know, but you know because because you know when it, it, your boy fucked up. He needs to be roasted, uh, but but this is the this is the Jay Park that I think lives up to his strength. It's his singing, it's his dancing, like it's that uh, him with his crew, uh, with fantastic choreography, like him showing his moves, like him showing his like like his R and B swag. Like I think it, it's Jay Park playing to every one of his strengths. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I enjoy Jay Park as an entertainer. I think, I think yeah. he hits a lot of the good just marks, and this is definitely just like right the fuck up there with like what what I enjoy from. And I, the video, I think it's just it, it's simple, but it's really, really, really fun, man. Like it's just it, it hits really well. Like it just matches the vibe of the fucking song so much. Like there's yeah. just something about it that just like really 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 just links really well like yeah. with with the beat and the, and the style of the song and all that stuff like it's just fucking flavored yeah flavored <laughs> seasoned uh yeah and it, it just it works really well i think that it, he has access to a veritable crew of uh great dancers and he is a great dancer in himself so uh, it is. It is basically just the video is just a showcase for the dance, like his choreography, <coughs> and and does a great job of it as well. Like, yeah. there's a reason. Yeah, you, know, you got to remember he he was a leader of a uh, uh, that that was like he, AOMG <coughs> before it was uh, uh before it was a record label. It was a dance group. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was a dance crew. So. Oh, uh, anyway, I got a dry throat now. Um, but yeah, overall, just fantastic. This is this is this, if if like the 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 thing is like if you're wondering why why does Hallyu love Jerry Park? D- this here, <laughs> here. So I give you this here. I put it on your plate. Like I serve it to you. This is you know I present it to you. This is why. Jay Park. Um yeah. Fantastic. Um as we move forward, mm-hmm. uh we get into what what what's new with me. Uh it's my tone. My tone. Um couple things new with me. You got a new haircut. Just like a minute before we recorded. Uh just well not a new haircut. I got got my old haircut again. Um I've secured I've secured my flight for South by Southwest and my time off. You know, things are kinda of in motion once again for South by Southwest 2018. So look forward to that. Might even also do might actually finally commit to doing some of the like the content and like preparation, helping people out with South by Southwest, like the the how to attend South by Southwest video. Cause I think still people are still a little bit confused. Uh, people, you know, because there's some things that South by Southwest, South by Southwest, that they don't communicate uh, openly, and for good reason. <laughs> things like the fact that you know, no matter what you see, no matter what they tells you on the website, they're not. Do- no matter what they hide from you on the website, they're not going to do away with the. You can just show up and and pay a cover charge to these music showcases. Like, there's not that many people getting it with badges at most of these, uh, at least for you know, for for a lot of these shows. But uh, but that's in the future, so look forward to that. But song wise, um, I think uh, I'll start with a song that it's almost like I I I almost feel like I'm gonna end up looking like a a little slightly hypocritical because I kind of like was lukewarm on the I I, I though I liked but didn't love the icon song. This is. You can almost say it's similar in vibe, but I actually like this song a lot better. 
uh, from Red Velvet. Uh, from the mm-hmm. the repackage of their recent See, album, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny. The song called "Bad Boy." <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I I might I might be biased when it comes to Red Velvet. I I enjoyed this right, and and you have two girl group songs in 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 here. Yeah, um, I'm the, I'm the girl group guy. Kind of live in the gimmick now I've yeah but this but so we'll we'll talk about this one first i i like red velvet i've I've kind of always enjoyed red velvet i don't go i don't go hard for red velvet because i just i i kind of don't go too into too many girl groups now because it's like the the landscape for girl groups is just really weird right now um and what's going on with them and and stuff like that so but red velvet i enjoy i've enjoyed since ice cream cake i enjoy a lot of their songs i enjoy a lot of their personalities and stuff like that and um i like this group so i I like a lot of what they do i think this song is is kind of basic but i i enjoy it i wouldn't i wouldn't very very much compare it to the icon song that much because it's a little more up tempo yeah than that one was that's probably Um, why i liked it more a lot more yeah um but yeah, no, I, I I definitely did enjoy this. Yeah, I like I like the, the the vibe of the song and like the it was it was cool and fun to listen to. Like it had yeah a little bit more tempo, uh, in that icon song. It had a nice vibe to it. Like the beat is cool, like a nice little straightforward, nothing complicated, very straightforward like trap pop beat. Uh, and I think it works well. Like the little like little touches, like the well well, like the little stuff art and like the 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 stu- little like touches in the choreography uh which are nice like the it it it's very much like uh this is i think probably one of the better velvet tracks if you want to like cuz we forgot that uh if you break down red velvet's uh discography they've had they they do have they originally where you know you have the red velvet you have the red tracks which are their more poppy high you know high energy tracks uh and the velvet track which is their more mature tracks you know and the velvet tracks haven't been haven't shined as much as the red tracks uh Mm -hmm. you know they had like automatic which is you know okay and like uh and uh, i forget it was uh the one it was like uh i even forget the name of the song uh it was uh, well it was off of one of the like i think around ice cream cake that was had like a little bit more of like a ballady like like you know different track it was another velvet track so it was in that again the fact that i forgot the name uh <laughs> tells you how memorable that song was but i think this one is stronger i think it's 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 that still kind of encompassing that velvet uh vibe but I think doing it a lot better, and it, I think it works well as far as yeah. like uh, uh, working for as a follow up track on you know one of those classic repackage album follow up tracks. I think it works really well, um, and they, I think that it also they hit their visual peak on the <laughs> like like they they're visually there's just like <laughs> like it's uh it's almost like no worries like it's just they look fantastic and it's like yeah utterly captivating so the other one you have in here mm-hmm. is a twice song it's a japanese twice song yeah um this is twice getting to the j-pop market uh i, I so here's the thing so uh these couple of songs uh so this connects to the previous song and connects to the following song it, i had recently gone to uh like a little bit of a trip to our j-pop uh and looked at like what you know some tried to look at like top posts of like the last year uh and try to you know trying to get out there and reach out and one of the top posts was was twice like it was like uh i ended up back at k-pop and by by roundabout ways uh and it's candy pop a song off of uh their is their second japanese single i believe uh yeah so the second japanese single and it's fun it's it's not the most uh 
It's 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 twice. So what it is is just a solid, fun bubblegum pop effort. Uh, yeah, and that could be the problem, right? Because I, I I think that's becoming to be the problem, right? What I like of of uh, K-pop, right, sounds nothing like J-pop. <laughs> yeah, but what more and more reminds me of j-pop right because like i i was like man this is like reminds me of like an akb song or some shit and i was just like oh this is just like a miss for me with twice right and it's those bubblegum pop songs i just i just don't think i like the bubblegum pop stuff anymore like i just it just doesn't hit with me right now like yeah that's definitely uh under like understandable it's it's one of those things where it's like you you can is the, it it's not for everyone uh well no it's not for everyone but it's for a lot of people it's just nice fun pleasant solid uh i always i have fun with it but i definitely understand that it's just it's not it's not it's not exactly the most deep uh music it's not exactly uh gonna gonna reinvent the wheel uh but it works for them um and i don't know i just i i I haven't really i think for me also what helps is that i don't get to listen to twice all that much since i ain't on spotify so it Mm -hmm. doesn't like i don't get sick of it uh because i get to just like enjoy it every once in a while i I only i can only enjoy it every once in a while uh i will say they are they don't need i would love for them to try something different and i would love them them to try you know a change of pace and a new concept the problem is why would they (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that's the hard part Uh, i mean i I feel like you you do what works yeah and you know and and if the core fan base loves it and it's getting you new fans as well then you keep doing that right like like marketing and business wise just you know yeah it it doesn't always have to be what i enjoy from your group yeah exactly i think i think this is a fun song i i think honestly compared to the this is not up this is not up there with their main uh singles and their main anthems this is no tt this is no you know this is no cheered up shut up uh this is just you know it's it's a, a single it's a pop single that will work for for the japanese market and did work and has been working their music has been working because they've been like you know they've been uh getting some traction which has been unprecedented uh, uh well not unprecedented but it's been uh, a long time coming also, mm-hmm. let's just appreciate uh, JYP's Brock-looking ass in this video. <laughs> yeah, like, that, was, that was something. It was just beautiful. The anime parts of this video, them trying to escape the anime that they're stuck in. JYP looking like fucking Brock. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, yeah. All right, so what else you got? What else? Yeah. Uh, another thing that I I was reminded of. It's a group that I know of. It's a Wagaki band. It's a group that we've talked about before. Uh, and their new song. Uh, uh, their new song, which uh, had to. I forgot what it was from the Google Translate I did a little while ago. Uh, <coughs> I think their most recent song, uh, mm-hmm. "Snow Shadow Robot." Uh, if we translate yeah, it. Yeah, so this is a, a band or, that mixes, like, really. traditional jazz. Uh, but mostly mostly traditional Japanese instruments and, and uh, makes, like, uh, kind of metal, metal-ish music. Um, yeah. m- m- metal in theme kind of music. And it, it sounds really good, and they're, and they're really good at it. And it's, it's, uh, it's fucking fun as fuck. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh it is uh it is cool. Like it is I mean it's right in their name. Uh Wagaki is the name for the traditional instruments. So they're the traditional instrument band, you know, in mm-hmm. uh, literally. 
Uh, and they also, I think, I believe the other thing with them is that they also cover uh, Vocaloid songs. Is I think that's what they're doing, covering Vocaloid songs. I always, I always read that as a thing that it's supposed to be what they're doing, but I'm not exactly sure. Uh, again, it's hard yeah. to know much about uh, Japanese music because there's not a lot of translated info, or at least you know, it's not like as as easily available. And, and we 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 don't dive into Japanese music as much as we should and as much as I, I want us to do more often just to expand our horizons yeah. I, I, if we had started the show a few years earlier it would have been better because I was like you know super into Japanese music and and very early in the Korean music so like yeah it would have been would have been different but now but, now, <laughs> but music takes change over over time yeah um but at least now we'll, we'll do, you know, we'll, we'll make an effort because uh, it's not just about like getting into like idol music, you know, it's about, because uh, there's so much, it's a huge country and a huge consumer market. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing there's that so makes it hard styles. isn't not just a translation thing, but sometimes it's just hard to get that stuff outside of that region, you know? Yeah. Um, Japan sometimes is just very enclosed with things like things don't don't resonate as internationally as like k-pop does right like k-pop tries to resonate internationally um a lot of the japanese music market doesn't Um, it's very enclosed into japan and 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 the regions close to it unless something becomes really really big like vocaloids and and idol music and things like that or it's somebody that or it's somebody that just wants it more like like as an individual like Kyari Pami Pami who who has personally has made bigger efforts to be open to multiple like markets uh and you know baby metal you know putting their stuff on YouTube and it it's one of those things where it's on an individual basis rather than as an industry effort <laughs> like like in J-pop certain artists would love to put their music out there to multiple markets in k-pop it's the industry that's pushing like everything in uh internationally so it's like mm-hmm. it's a whole like different thing um like cream uh the group would love to like you know they're they're very much hip-hop influenced they do like that uh, the, the, all that stuff and they would love to have an international audience but they're not they're not going to have that same thrust as the yeah. same like cons- concentrated industry-wide government-backed uh thrust you know like uh that uh k-pop uh, groups and korean hip-hop groups uh, uh have so it's like it's tough but i i will endeavor to be better in in including the juku in Juku because we want it to be exploring not just one area of things that are already getting international attention we want to like i'm everything that i i I think every podcast that i do and every endeavor that i do of like these like creative efforts it's always like you can almost encompass all three podcasts that i've done in in the thought of expanding your horizon beyond forcing yourself out of your comfort zones when it comes to like media see you know asking other people for suggestions looking out of your usual places with you know be it fanny pack which is like where i made sure to look out for different kind of organizations that weren't all the same ones and uh showing them to uh, people record breakers or you know for people with completely different music tastes giving each other albums and this where we like uh where we kind of like did a th- thing to you know give ourselves a reason to like check our k-pop every every day and like uh check youtube for new k-pop music videos and and things like that uh so uh i'm gonna stick to that initiative more i will i will I will, I will, I promise that. That's like my promise for the, for the new year and going forward. Fighting. Um, yeah. So news? 
Yeah. So let's transition over to our news now that we've done now that I've gotten let me get off that soapbox. Transition over to the news. I don't know if I want to call it a soapbox, but whatever. Uh but yeah, transition over to our headlines while I cue the things. So join us. I always forget to switch our overlay to the headlines one when we do a headline. <laughs> uh, welcome back to headlines. Hey, what you got? Let's talk about some headlines. Uh, all right, I got this. First off, mm-hmm. uh, with some really cool, interesting, uh, really cool news out of uh, Japan. Uh, speaking of like uh, Japanese pop music, speaking of idols, a new transgender idol group has started activities. Uh, Stardust Promotion, home to such notable acts as UE, uh, Memorial, Clo- Memorial Clover Z, and Orange Range, uh, has launched a new idol group, Himitsu no Otome. Uh, the idol group was formed in 2017 and consists of three members, Natsuki, uh, Gorina, and Kokoro. Uh, what makes them special is that they marketed themselves as rainbow idols. All of them are transgender women who seem to be involved in the LGBT scene. They will have their first live on February 27th. Uh, Himitsu no Otome's Stardust profile page introduces them as being sometimes cool, sometimes cute. Uh, quote, sometimes cool, sometimes cute, end quote. Uh, the profile page also states the following, quote, being different is okay, aiming towards a time when towards a, words such as LGBT have disappeared, uh, end quote. This is a lot. latter part probably means that they hope to see a world where it isn't necessary to label people based on their sexual orientation or sexual identity anymore. So far, so good. Let's hope we have enough focus skills and sass to attract the audience. Uh, so, my, my thought on this is, is like, in, in Japan, right, I, I think this is a good thing, in a sense, right? Like, I... I, I I think I think if if presented correctly, right? This is a a like you said, right? It's a it's more of a like a a push for equality kind of thing, right? Through push for through representation, I think big thing like put yeah through normalization through of representation, yeah, yeah. It could go way south depending on what the marketing and the narrative becomes right um and then that that's like that's the only part i worry about it everything else i think is about it is is perfectly fine yeah you know you have a nice little trailer uh yeah and you know um they they talk about things here and there like they have a nice little trailer where you can see kind of see what their approach is and and a little bit of like what their goals are about this uh yeah and yeah and yeah. I, and i think that's interesting i think i think you keep the narrative clear and positive and make it not super preachy um and and you 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 prov- provide a good entertainment factor then i think you do a, a a good thing of having the um i think you do the good thing of um what's the word I'm, I'm looking at you do the good thing of having um you know a, a positive message with good entertainment and i i think that's always a good thing right yeah uh so yeah that's what, what's exciting about this is that uh uh it's like uh you know uh it's it's the line in uh perfect dark by samus you know all kids trying to get that mirror view. Yeah. You know, all the kids, you know, so many different kids, different walks of life. If they can see somebody that looks or is like them, uh, it could, it could be a positive influence just in their lives. And, and it could be a positive influence in the lives of people around them, which is really cool. Uh, so I'm looking forward to what comes from, uh, this group. Uh, and, I wish them all the best. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, kind of just thinking, hoping for all the best for for everything around them. Hopefully, just uh, just have fun and do the thing. All right. 
So, from that positivity to 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 some to some whackness, uh, uh, we'll we'll get back to I guess positivity at the end, but uh, at the end of the headlines, but maybe I don't know, not probably not. Uh, Monster X fan says K-pop night gave fans the group group's hotel info plus the concert was a mess. Uh, yesterday a concert with Monster X Seven Tahiti. And 7 o'clock, don't know who the fuck 7 o'clock are, uh, was put on in London at Wembley Arena. Wembley Arena. Uh, by K-pop night. Uh, the venue holds about 13,000 people. You, you, know, you know Wembley Arena, which is a problem because only 700 tickets were sold. And reports were that as low as 300 people showed up. And you have tweets like, it's one from like uh, VPH Europe. Yeah, unfortunately, the K pop decay not partying Wembley with Monster X and seven Martis has sold 700 tickets and are now letting people go, go in for free. Please encourage the artists to join right now. This is just saddening. Uh, the weird part yeah. that this, uh, this is all due to the, lack of interest, as many, many people didn't even know the event was going on. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's really weird right they they did all this thing to to set this up and put this on and like and and do all this and they get they got they got the proper venue they they got all that shit but they didn't advertise yeah it's like yo you skipped a part <laughs> like, yeah. and and like and a lot who, of who was on that who was on that checklist and a, and a lot of it was a lot of it came down to the fact that like it just I mean it it comes down to anybody's had like live events and done live events and, and the, the the history of K-pop live events outside of Korea. And, uh, Seven o'clock is, is a relatively all, new band. I was gonna put their song in, but I was gonna save it yeah. just to kind of uh, let the seven o'clock thing be out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, well, let's know about them. But, uh, like, the thing... Yeah, it, it's just a whole lot of shadiness around, you know, organizations, which is nothing new. Like, it's just the long history of K-pop events held outs, you know, outside of Korea. Well, honestly, probably and inside of Korea. But uh, it's just... Like, it, it, the, the, the whole thing that the price tickets were... At, you know ridiculous uh they booked the wembley for this event which is a huge venue for event that they barely promoted and didn't necessarily have huge groups as much as we love seven as much as we love monster x they're they're like i don't know if they're really necessarily gonna groups that play wembley like this is like you know, this is this not. They're not going to sell out Wembley. Like, uh, it, it's just, uh, it 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 is like I I wish, I wish it was the case, but it's, it's another in uh, another um uh, in the long line of like the the shadiness of K-pop events outside of Korea. Uh, people trying to get a quick buck because they know K-pop fans. They think. Oh, K-pop show. K-pop fans will just pay t- pay anything for a K-pop show. Uh, let's charge them like two hundred, like one hundred seventy bucks for a ticket, and you know, I don't know, just hire a bunch of groups. Like, it should should be easy. That's uh, easy money. Oh, what do we know? We what do we? Who needs to know how to run a live event? You know, eh, it's that's easy stuff. Just invite the groups, let them p- play on stage. Yeah. You know, the place has a built-in sound equipment, right? <laughs> you know, we don't have to do it. And then, well, yeah. So, like the one of the shady things you talked about that was put in this article, according to someone's Twitter, yeah. is that like the event organizers gave them the hotel information for the groups. Um, yeah. May, maybe in an intent to to like make it seem more hype, but like the, you know. That yeah. that's pr- a pretty shady, yeah. Shady he was, thing, uh, so you know, like, like he he, um, he kept fram- promising fans stuff he would not be able to do, uh, fan meets and photos. Yeah, he physically brought fans to the hotel. He tried, we tr- you know, he tried to watch the, uh, talk to the Wembley staff about it, but it was no use. Uh, sad when my friend witnessed, uh, and I'm quoting the the Twitter user, 
To add what my friend witnessed regarding the hotel visits, Joshua was staying in the same hotel as Monster X. He told fans stuff like he knows what Monster X doing, is doing right now, that they're having breakfast. Monster X had little to no security with them. They walked to the arena. Fans were head after them. Uh, yeah, not, and, and on top of all that, for, for poor, the poor fellows in Monster X, their, their transportation had crashed into a pole. Oh, that is so loud. Yeah. Uh, it's just insult to injury. Uh, I wish, like, I wish there was, like, 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 uh, like, recent, so the big thing, like, recently, like, uh, and K-pop is not the only one that has to deal with, like, uh, shady live event organizers, like, uh, evidence by the fact that the Game Grumps, since they've been doing like live event stuff and Game Grumps live and stuff like that, uh, like Aaron started advertising that they they're doing a new live event organization uh, company of Game Grumps people. It's not con- they're trying to kind con- not have it be with anything the Game Grumps name because they actually want to have it be like uh, stand out, stand out alone. Yeah, um, and it makes sense, but like, uh, yeah, uh, let me, uh, like event organizing is just one of those things. Like, I don't know how people get into that or how they get that job, but I know people who say they're event organizers, right? And you're just like, you know, it's it's just a very, it's always a very odd situation. You know what I mean? Because like. Yeah. I, I think it's one of those things that that people do because there's money in it, but yeah. there's no training to it. There's no there's no. You, 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 I I don't know, and I've never heard of a reputable event planner yeah. outside of wedding planning. You know what I mean? Like like and, and it's shit like, like that, or and or organizations that do it themselves. Like so, when when you always hear these third parties that do these things, or party planners, or all this kind of shit, it's just always very odd, and it seems like a a weird mystery job. <laughs> like, yeah, and, it, so. and a lot of it comes from like these companies wanting to just get a quick buck off of the fact that like K-pop fans, especially all of them being young. Well, but but yeah, like like you said, even even outside of that, right? Like not even just K-pop fans, just like these companies and, and like find you know, ways to put on events and then contact these people and and you know people who who want to do things, right? Like like we you know there there could be a point and and I've you know even thought about like like one day doing like a dig if 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 presented like oh I wanted I would love to do like a dignation style like go to do an event kind of thing like how they used to do then you're like how do you put that on like do i yeah. have to call a venue do you you know and then you start looking into that and you'll get yeah. like oh hey here's an event planner you know like, and you're like okay that that's a person i need to contact <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's hard it's rough it's weird yeah so i'm uh, uh, the the company that uh that they started real good touring uh real good touring.com uh, it's hard to fit on on my little usual uh our our little overlay, but uh, I've got a real good touring dot com. It's uh they are at least like uh, claiming, and I I I trust them. Uh, uh, it was founded by Aaron Hansen and Brent Lilly, uh, who are you know kind of the minds behind Game Grumps, and because they like they were kind of like. Well, we want to put on these live shows because we don't want to rely on just on YouTube for for revenue streams. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, like, but we started dealing with these live event organizers, and a, a lot of them are all of them are shady. So it's like, well, why don't we just do it ourselves? <laughs> like, learn how to do it and do it ourselves. Like, because uh, you know, they 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 do music as well. Like, and probably had resources like uh, Danny Sexbang, who's you know musician. Uh, and so they know some stuff, and they know people, and they they have connections. So, so I, I this is not an advertisement for real good touring because obviously they don't need it. They're they're the game grown people. They don't need our advertising. But I wish like something like them would like do all of the K-pop stuff. I wish like I would like I want to like refer to them. Like I like I know like uh, Love Exterior, a group that I love, is 
considering like touring this like the states at some point uh this year and i'm like i wonder if they'll i wonder if they can like if i can like hook them up like so that you know they don't get screwed over so i can get them taken care of like um yeah Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's one of those like stark contrasts. It makes me it makes me glad that my K-pop experiences have been good, mainly because the card show I went to was fine, despite kind of having lame merch. But the show went fine, uh, and all the other K-pop experiences have been by at South by Southwest. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> which is a lot more professional environment. <laughs> like, uh, they don't they don't get like, any of that shit fly. Uh, yeah, that that goes off without you know, like 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 a machine. <clears throat> um, yeah, all luck, yeah. All, all the best to to. I don't know. Oh, what can you what can you say? Uh, stop it, people! All right, moving on. Go to the next. Next up, some more stupidity. Uh, next up, uh, BTS fans shut down Toronto radio station, wanting to make a K-pop hour due to. Uh, reasons <laughs> uh, you know another agent junkie article uh, so B- hits 93 toronto which claims to be canada's most followed radio station um recently wanted to dedicate an hour of their broadcast to k-pop sounds like a rather innocuous idea right well apparently not uh then they had uh, which uh turns to this uh apology twitter thread um uh, this is, uh, I'd like to comment on the tweet posted yesterday regarding his play co- playing K-pop once a day for an hour. When I posted the tweet, I did not intend to offend. In fact, I intended to help promote bigger acts and smaller acts from Korea and beyond during that K-pop hour. However, after careful considerations, I've come to the conclusion that it would be wise to continue plans for a K-pop hour considering the outpouring of opinions on this matter. I and the team at Hits93 Toronto understand and appreciate the comments sent to us. As such, we have decided to yield your warnings and pull the plug on this week's Where Did It Chart and the K-Pop Hour. I did not mean to offend nor attack any opinions on this and have since removed this week's Where Did It Chart from our site and have opted to remove any K-Pop songs from the playlist as per your suggestions. I sincerely apologize for the turmoil my tweet has caused. Victor and the team of Hits93 Toronto. So, the account appeared to have deleted earlier tweets, but the price replies to this apology to K-pop fans for wanting to create a K-pop hour. I love this. Stop laughing, seriously. Tell me that it has to do with B- BTS fans not wanting EXO to ride on their coattails or something like that. So, once again, that dumbass fan ran where... I'm, I'm quoting... By the way, I'm saying this all quoting the Asian Nookie article. Uh, yeah. Um, and you, so- like, you see these victory tweets from the armies. So yeah. it's like, ow! It basically just yeah. It basically just boils down to people being dumb. And to me, to me, like the giving in <laughs> of this marketing director, right? Like this dude just straight gave in. <laughs> he he caved so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's like can so like this is so dumb so like if you look at the victory tweet that i'm talking about this is armies won the k-pop community will not get a free ride for our hard work now focus on important radio station it's like it's like like this is so silly like imagine if like say a radio station wanted to do nerdcore hour and the Mega Rand fandom, because you know he's kind of the one that's leading the charge right now, uh, shut them down and like say, no, you will only play Mega Rand if you play anything at all. You will not be playing Samus or Shape for the Dark Lord. Like you would never see that happen. Well, well, I, I you know, don't, have I don't know. I don't know what it is about idol fandom that doesn't allow them to understand, like, like without what comes before does not come what you like yeah. you know what i mean without other acts after. does not come what you like you know without an exo existing you don't get a bts without a without a um without a uh big bang existing you don't get a bts you know what i mean right because because if everything 
came down to that one group, we'd all just still be listening to, to said Chaiji and the boys. <laughs> like, because... It, it would just be it could only be Sataiji and the boys and and as they get older we'll bring in new people depending on if the fans of Sataiji and the boys like them you know what I mean like like you don't understand that that without competition without these things you would have never gotten a BTS right like without without BTS not not showing so well in some of their albums they wouldn't have decided to change their music style or their stylings and things like that like there's a lot of it that it it, without those other things you don't have the thing that you like so growing the the stuff together like like make k-pop grow internationally together like yeah it, it makes it better as a whole like like be smart about how you do this now now that radio station is not going to play k-pop at all so you're not going to gain new fans that would have heard it on that radio station and been like huh you know what i like (coughs) k-pop or or, i like this and i want to hear more of it and and want to get to know it and stuff like that you know i think you've you've lost your chance at the ability to gain you've only lost yeah, like and then, uh, but like it, they seem fine with it because there's like the scorched earth. It's like it, 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 the problem comes down to is fandoms are stupid. Like it just comes down to like the fandom versus say the community mentality. Like it, it's all these fandoms, and like and and like and you get into like these arguments and like they got into the, if you go to the actual thread of that tweet and which. Oh, it's no longer up. But if when it was up, um, when you went to that thread, and a lot of it was the back and forth, it was like them being salty about people telling them that they shouldn't, uh, like that the, they they shouldn't uh reach uh, like uh seek Western validation, and then therefore like okay now since we were right, y'all can't like change your mind and like and like this like uh since we were right about seeking western validation which we weren't right but uh whatever you can't ride our coattails is this is all about bts so not about you and it's like can't we all just like like k-pop like it, yeah. it, it's but it's, but that's why maybe you have this to is why k-pop clear... won't rise like it makes you think like well, no, maybe no, no, no. this is why k-pop won't succeed because it's all going to be always about the fandoms bickering and backbiting but, each other and there is no community that's, that's the reason for for this is the thing i say right you have the the, the vocal or, or not i say but people say you have the vocal minority over what is the actual majority, right? I, I think a majority of actual K-pop fans are a community, right? And that's just across the board. I think the vocal is the minority, and they're just very vocal, right? Yeah. Because yeah. because they they seek each other out, right? And they and they make these loud vocalizations because they stand together and they decide to make those loud vocalizations, right? Like me and you are sitting here talking about this. The Asian Junkie article is sitting here talking about this from probably the same perspective we have, but we're not a collective. We're individualized, right? If 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 we were as a collective of a K-pop community, like with all the other YouTubers out there who probably poo-poo these things and all the other K-pop podcasts out here who are probably laughing at these things and like, God damn, these people are fucking idiots. We'd be a lot more of a vocal majority. You know what I mean? Like, but we all sit here individualized, shaking our heads at these people because we allow them to be the vocal minority. We we allow it. We allow it to happen. We we don't shut it down. We don't we don't seek to stop it because one, the 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 community that I spoke of need those things to happen because then we wouldn't have content to talk about, right? Um, <laughs> so or or we'd have we, we'd have less outside of K-pop content to talk about. Yeah. 
so it makes it it makes it hard in that sense but i think i think in a way and 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 i just think it's a thing that needs to happen like we need to start being a more vocal minority and and speaking out against these things and when these things happening jumping into these threads and having the arguments with them and having the things that like yo i am a k-pop fan and you don't you don't represent me like these people are idiots i think you should have an hour of talking about international music and where it comes from and what it is and 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 who's making it and stuff like that you know what i mean like like allow that to happen make that let that happen that that's cool um so so you know we we can sit here and poo-poo these people all we want but we're not if we're not going to do anything about it then talking about it doesn't mean anything to me we need yeah and i think i'm down to this a less i don't don't know about less but like less fandom mentality and more uh, more community mentality is the big thing like we need to yeah but we have to we have to make that right we can't just say that we want that to exist like we have to be an active part of that for it to exist yeah so there needs yeah we need to have more of that we need to make more of that um so gotta come together much like this next story yes come (laughs) together uh all right last story this is just interesting i don't know i don't know how much we're gonna have an insight into this but just this is just capped uh, almost a kind of fascinating from a like a uh business analysis standpoint uh sm jyp and big hit to launch joint music enterprise uh sm entertainment jyp entertainment and big hit entertainment will be collaborating for a joint business uh the three entertainment agencies along with uh, sk telecom uh Owners of the SK Wyverns, if you see the hat right down there, let's go Wyverns. Or or SKT1, the winning exactly. team in League of Legends. Exactly. <laughs> uh, held an agreement ceremony on January 31st to launch their collaboration for B2B business-to-business music distribution and B2C business-to-consumer music service platform. Uh, the agreement was carried forward to establish a virtuous cycle for contents creation and production. Uh create a more efficient and industry-friendly ecosystem and offer a new and different music service that uses technologies like AI and blockchain. Hmm. Blockchain. Uh, beginning on February 1st, the B2B a Business of Business distribution of JYP and Big Hits album and digital music contents will be done through te- SK Telecom subsidiary iRiver. Uh, dis- different from the traditional music tr- distribution system, the three agencies will actively participate in this distribution process establish policies for the supply and distribution of content and work on internalizing the system uh this uh, aims to help the development of businesses in the industry in the long run they will also consider blockchain technology for the protection of music copyrights and increased transparency of transaction records only the three entertainment agencies will participate in the partnership for now but as the system is sent to test it out and improved it is expected to slowly expand throughout the year with other agencies who are interested. Um, this is a picture of the dudes. Uh, this is, uh, Kim, Kim, Kim Young-min, Han Se-min, uh, the actual CEO of JYP, Jungkook, and Big Hit Entertainment CEO, Bang Shi Hyuk, uh, with SK Telecom's No Jung-moon, Won, No Jung-won. We have a nice little yeah. picture of that. So I, I, I think it's interesting. I, I I think this is more of the cover of technology and things like that. But I think this now leads us down a road of possibility, right? Where we could start to see maybe some of those like collaborations that we've always talked about between certain people. Because you, you know how we've always said or it's always been shown like, oh, people are, oh, these these two people are friends and they're they're friends with this person. The person is friends with this person, but yeah. they can't work together because they're on two different <laughs> labels, right? Um, or or some weird uh thing has to be has to a weird agreement has to be reached. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, for for people to collaborate together. Yeah, I think that that could be a cool thing. Uh, I think a big thing about this is going to be about like, all right, what's it going to mean for, uh, like, distribution and where things go. Uh, like you now have to pay Bitcoin to get that beat that new hot BTS track. 
Yeah. <laughs> better start mining, bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, JYP's music is gonna be on Spotify, but to, to, while you play it, you're gonna your computer is gonna be mining Bitcoin. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's it's the blockchain. Goddamn blockchain! It's fucking why? What? You know, you know the funny thing is, I was actually thinking about building a computer this year. No, mm-hmm. that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> ain't no graphics cards anywhere. There ain't no graphics cards. Remember when we had graphics cards? Remember graphics cards? They used to have these things called graphics cards that you can just buy yeah. and put in your computer and you can play video games with them. Yeah, you know, it's going to get to a point with computer technology where, like, motherfuckers on the street corner are going to stop selling drugs. They're going to start selling computer parts, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like dude's you know, not going to come over... up to you and be like, yo, got that got that weed, got <coughs> that weed. No, you're not going to hear that anymore. You're going to be like, yo, got that Core i7. What? Oh, you got, yo, you got you the got Core i7? Yo, you got that, you got the, you got the 1070, yo. You got a 1070 <laughs> Ti, yo, fresh off the truck. They're gonna be knocking over Nvidia trucks, like, like you're gonna, you got the next Fast and the Furious movie. It's gonna be a scene where like drive up, like three cars driving up, trying to knock, like, trying to like bust open an Nvidia truck, get them like them cars right out of there. It's like it's all for the blockchain, you know. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let me get, let me get two TIs, man. I gotta get that new BTS track, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it's gonna be interesting from uh, it, what this does for the business, because obviously this is not just about the like the music labels, because these are, uh, these are pretty big labels uh, and big hit. Uh, so it's gonna be about not just from music. It's gonna be about like. Movies, TV, sh- TV shows, doing things on the web, probably going to be about like, um, like pushing like content uh, distribution, like yeah, uh, audio, video on on the web and in other formats, and how you know how they collaborate on that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, and, and the big thing is like I think the big thing is for uh, these companies is that. Now it's going to be about streamlining it for them, which is going to, uh, because they're going to be a little bit more because they're, they're, used, they're used to being, all right, we make the thing. Now they go to the other company. It's like, all right, put it out. <laughs> and then the other company puts it out. So now this is going to be more like, all right, how, okay, we put it out or right, do it this way, do it that way, put it out to this, you know, with this, this, that, and the other thing, you know, it'll be more like intertwined. Um, yeah, so, I think that'll be interesting. Interesting, good, bad, we don't know, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what this what what it, what it actually means. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, that being said, this blockchain of you know K-pop uh, podcast goodness uh, is over. Uh, Cas. What what do you got going on in the world? What's going on? Uh, My my favorite thing, my favorite production, uh, you know, not to say that this isn't one of them, but uh, Sports Odds and Ends with my good friend JVZ. We talk about the the ins and outs of of the sporting world. Uh, We, we, oddly enough, are starting to talk more and more and more about esports as everyone tries to get into that market. Um, And it's getting it's getting very interesting. Have you done XF? Have you discussed the XFL yet? We did also discuss the XFL. So if you want to hear my thoughts on the XFL and how it's actually the the greatest um, uh, Vince McMahon versus the NFL, which is which is my take on it. I'm I'm taking it as it's Vince McMahon versus the NFL. It's Vince but, McMahon uh, and Trump DJ versus the NFL. JVZ <laughs> had uh, had different thoughts as to what they think the this iteration of the XFL would be, um, as we also did compare it to itself. <laughs> Uh, so, so that's, that's an interesting hot take on that, on that newest episode of, uh, sports odds and ends. So go check that out. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's Vince McMahon and Trump versus the NFL. If you really want to break it down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sports odds and ends.com. Uh, he's at King Kaz, King Kaz. If I can, if I can make the word sound, uh, he's at King Kaz. I'm at PD rave. The show is Hallyu Juku. 
kpoppodcast.com is another way uh, to get there. It's a great way to share with your friends if you're just talking to them about this podcast. You don't have to try to spell the <laughs> Halijuku. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Um, just give them kpoppodcast.com. Share them with them. Um, yeah, Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Uh, and I like your Twitch. Uh, really down there for this and other shows. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, we're a place to be fine podcast. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>